Hey, this is Aaron Holt. I'm the director of Lead the Generation. I'm joined today by my co-host, Gilbert Ackerman, youth pastor at Allison Park Church. We just want to say thanks for joining us today for the LTG Student Leadership Podcast. We believe that leadership is all about influence, so we want to help you discover new ways to reach your friends for Christ and lead your generation. If this podcast is helpful to you, it would mean the world to us if you'd write a review and rate it on whatever platform you're listening from. And hit subscribe. We'll be dropping new episodes several times a week throughout the school year. And be sure to share if you think this would benefit other students like you. Feel free to check out the show notes for more ways to connect with our ministry and our guests. This podcast is sponsored by our partner, WorldServe International. WorldServe is addressing the water crisis in Africa, where over 790 million people don't have access to clean drinking water. You and I can be part of solving this crisis. Go to worldserveintl.org to get started. So get ready. The Student Leadership Podcast starts right now. Hey, students, we are back. Another episode with Andy Lynn, adjunct professor at University of Valley Fords, Youth Alive Missionary, New Jersey, um, and a longtime friend of the Lead to Gen fam. Andy, uh, thanks for being with us again. You guys are awesome. Pumped to be back. Yeah, I think you forgot his most important title. He's the Aldi brand version of Tim Tebow and Ben <laughs> Affleck, everyone. That's, uh, that's that's who he is. So, hey, thanks for being here with us, Andy. Um, you mentioned last time, I mean, you said that, like, you wrestled, grew up, you grew up pretty athletic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, here's my, my question of the week for you. So, you have to just use your imagination for this, okay? So, okay. you are now instantly only allowed to do one of the three following exercise routines for the rest of your life. And every time you do it, you have to post about it to social media. You have to tell me which one of the three exercise oh, routines you pick, okay? Okay. Jazzercise. Um, Peloton biking. Okay. Or TikTok dance workouts. Ooh. Like 25-minute cardio doing a bunch of TikTok dances. And so you have to post about it after, like, after or during each, each one of those. So, okay, if it was just exercise, I probably wouldn't post this. But I think... The most exciting post would come from from jazzercise. It would have to be like <laughs> so, like a peloton biking. Like it's so boring after a little while. But if I did like a, a thirty second video of like talking about what Jesus is doing in my life while jazzercising, people are gonna watch that. That mm. you just can't like you just so, can't turn your head away. So from you're it, really so. answering that question more from the attention you get on the social media <laughs> side than you are. Because <laughs> for me, I'm like Peloton all the way, just like all the way. But you know, okay. if I have to post about that, like and that was the kicker. If you said, "What would I do with a Peloton bike?" But if you're like, and you have to post about it, I would get so bored of posting about a Peloton bike. <laughs> I was bored. We're all in different camps. I'd pick TikTok dances because I feel like that's <laughs> like seeing like an like a I don't know just a millennial guy trying to do TikTok dances is great content maybe, for TikTok. Maybe so. the three of us should start a gym and we're all like you know <laughs> master of certain exercises. I don't know, but. Hey, let's jump into leadership here. Um, Andy, great stuff in the first episode earlier this week. Um, If you missed it, students, you should go back and check it out. Don't follow your heart. It was so good. But what do you got for us today? Yeah, this one, uh, I call it a bullseye in the wrong target. Uh, So I, growing up, I was in this program called Royal Rangers, pretty much like Boy Scouts at church, essentially is what it was. And uh we used to do these shooting competitions and we would like shoot guns at targets and they would give us cool prizes. 
And at this uh, one shooting competition, I was about to win. I was so pumped. And I, I sighted in the target. All I had to do in the final was like hit the paper. I didn't have to get anywhere close to the bullseye. I was that far ahead. I pulled the trigger and then in my sight, I see the bullseye flare up, like I hit it. Well, the targets come back and my target is empty, but the buddy beside me who couldn't hit a barn had a bullseye in it. And I looked down at my gun and I had sighted in his target. Mm. And it was one of those bummer moments. I was like so annoyed. But I, I think if we're not careful as a student leader, as someone who loves Jesus, we can do this all the time. We can succeed at things that don't matter to the kingdom, right? We can get really good at doing things that end up not mattering whatsoever. So uh, that could be a lot of different things, right? It could be I'm really focusing on an event. It could be that I'm really focused on making myself better in this area. But we really have to ask the question, like, what's important to Jesus? Like, what's a bullseye? What If Jesus were to give you a bullseye as a student leader, if Jesus were to give you a bullseye as a follower of Jesus, what would the bullseye be? And I think, I think in John 17, he kind of shows it to us. So in John 17, um, Jesus prays for the church. Jesus prays for his disciples and he prays for believers. And what he says in John 17 just to kind of paraphrase it for time's sake, Jesus could have prayed and said, Lord, give every believer an unlimited visa card. Mm. He could have prayed and said, give every believer the ability to heal whenever they want to. Or he could have given us the force. We could have used the force, right? Or he could have given us one ring to rule them all. But (laughs) instead he prays for us and he goes, Lord, help them be unified together. Like that means like us, like your youth group. Uh, as you and I are unified. So like he can pray for anything for us and he prays for unity. And then in that same conversation, he says, people will know you're my disciples by the way you love one another. So even like our tool for evangelism, Jesus talks about, is not our ability to talk about him really well. It's the love that the body of Christ, that the, the youth group has for each other is the most powerful thing. And I think sometimes if we're not careful, we go after being relevant or we go after these things. And I think the bullseye that Jesus has for us in our youth group is unity. Yeah, that's that's good. I think specifically within like, I mean, I guess I can't speak for all denominations. Sometimes it feels like the evangelical Pentecostal circle that we're typically in. Sometimes it's easier to like get sucked into some of the the higher highlight stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like the, oh, the cooler stuff on stage and the better graphics and the cooler videos. And all that stuff is great. Like, I have no issue with that. I mean, we do that at my youth group. You know what I mean? We want to be high quality and excellent in all the things. But like, I think it's really easy to take something like that that is not a, it like, uh, what is it? It's, it's, it's important, but make it the priority and let mm-hmm. other things slide to the side. But like, the idea of unity like that is is so... Uh, it's so important. It's actually something that I feel like is a big thing within my youth group right now, too. Like what you're saying is just hitting the nail on the head. Like, yes, that is what I want for my students. Now, let me ask you this, Andy. Is there a student in your your ministry that you've seen throughout the years that is that does this well, that helps kind of promote this from a like a student led level? Yeah. When, when I got to my last youth ministry in New Jersey, um, it, we had had a first time guest in months. Uh, and I was wow. looking over, over the records and I, I couldn't believe it. Like months, like I get a few weeks, but it was like months and months. And then I met the students. They were wonderful. Uh, but I understood why nobody wanted to come. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, it was like, 
like they definitely were unified, but I think they were unified around like American Eagle and being <laughs> a very and being a very cool youth group than they were like unified around Jesus. So y- unity around Jesus is the only thing that will actually last, right? Uh, so um, we started praying. And I noticed that we had a big homeschool population at our church, but not one single homeschooler was attending our youth group. And when I asked them why, they were like, we get made fun of, uh, they don't include us and stuff. And I was like, you're exaggerating. And then they were right. Uh, So we we did a lot of prayer. We did a lot of Matthew 18 sort of come to Jesus moments like, hey, we're going to love each other. And so it took months. It was not overnight, but I had a few homeschool students um, bridge the gap and invite people to their house to hang out. And then I had some public school students invite. And I wouldn't say there's one student, but what it was is students were willing to lay down what they wanted to do and make unity the goal. And all of a sudden, fast forward six or seven months, God started sending us broken people to add to our our already broken kids, but they were unified. So I, I think if students can reach out across the aisle and choose to be unified and love each other, that's the way the youth group's gonna grow. I believe with all my heart, like if we love God and love others, God's gonna send us broken people. Mm, that's so good. I love it. I mean, I, I mean, first of all, I just wanna say, I, I'm, I'm glad to be hanging out with a, a fellow rural ranger because I grew up doing rangers as well. So I just needed to go back there and catch that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so Andy, I've heard a lot of preachers use the, like you're using the phrase, like, you know, hitting the wrong bullseye. I've heard a lot of, you know, people say like, keep the main thing, the main thing, which is just another way and kind of capturing your leadership thought here. So for the student listening today, who's maybe on their way to school or on their way to youth group, or just, you know, being challenged like in their, in their home life, um, what's one practical way that they can do that? Like just, just like a simple practical step, you know, like you talked about unity in a local church youth ministry, that's huge, but students might be like, okay, that's cool. I want to be a person who's involved in unity. How do I do it? That's great. Yeah, I, I think it's really, really simple. Number one, you pray for it. Like, pray, just Lord, unify our youth group. Lord, give me an opportunity. I think that's step one. And step two, it's really just observe. You'll notice on a youth night, I don't care what church you're at, what youth group you're at, somebody who doesn't appear to belong. And you just love them. Like, it doesn't mean you have to be their best friend. It doesn't mean you have to, like, stay at their house every week. It just means you can say, hey, like, here, here's who I am. Here's my name. And you you value them. I think uh, Francis Chan makes this comment that I think is really good and applicable for this. He says um, he doesn't fear failing. He fail. He fears succeeding at something that doesn't really matter to Jesus. Hmm. And I think for students, don't worry about failing at the conversation, but worry about all the effort that's going nowhere. So I would encourage them. Ask the Holy Spirit. Hey, show me where my effort is going, and make sure it's where Jesus would have it go. Oh, wow. That's so good. I feel like we could extend the podcast another 20 minutes just on that topic alone, but unfortunately we can't. We have to be able to call it there, but Andy, thank you again for joining us today. We're so excited to have you back one more time this week, and students, we hope this content has been helpful to you. If it has been, do us a favor, share it with your friends on social media, and you can find us at LTG Conference and me at Gilbo Swaggins. And you can find me at Aaron Hold. And remember, students, you're called to lead your generation. Do it with passion for Christ and love for others. Others.